0: You're listening to Stream Wars, your source for everything there is to know about the global live streaming industry. Here we'll share insights and trends gleaned from interviews with top streamers, experts and industry professionals. And now your host, VP of live streaming at the Meet Group and former professional live streamer, Lauren Hallinan.
1: Of Stream Wars. Today's episode is also part of our series of episodes that were recorded at the recent playlist live conference. If you haven't heard our other playlist interviews, definitely go back and check out episodes 14 and 15. Today's episode features two top streamers from both the Meet Me and Tagged platforms, Jay from the Jay Show and Katie B. First, I chat with Katie B an actress and former dancer for the 76ers who shares how live streaming is the perfect complement to a creative career and how she's benefited from it, from improving her improv skills to giving her a chance to practice in front of a live audience from the comfort of her home. We also talk about community building and she shares how she loves thanking her audience by sending them physical gifts from Christmas present giveaways to mailing over 130 Valentine's Day cards. I then talk with Jay, who goes by the screen name The Jay Show. She shares her story of growing up feeling socially awkward and alone, then one day going on Meet Me to find friends and accidentally hitting the live stream button. Fast forward to today, and she is a full-time live streamer who is very passionate about providing entertainment for her followers. We also discuss common misperceptions that people have about being a live streamer and how she overcame that with her family. I really enjoyed speaking to both of these women, and it's amazing to hear how live streaming has impacted their lives. So let's start things off with my interview with Katie B. Hi, Katie. Welcome to the Stream Wars podcast. Um, Let's just kick things off by having you introduce yourself, share what platform you stream on, and, you know, how did you get into streaming?
2: Okay, well, yes, I am Katie B., um, I'm from Philadelphia, and I stream. I actually started streaming on Tagged, but I also stream on Meet Me now mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And as far as how I got into streaming, um, it's kind of been a bizarre twist and turns from like my career as a. Uh, actor and also i you know kind of dabbled in youtube and i do a lot of promotional work for brands but basically um a friend of mine reached out to me and was like hey i really think you should stream on meet me and i was like streaming what uh, uh like what is that like i don't want to meet me and i even went as far to download the app and i still like wasn't computing it wasn't mm. the <laughs> i needed like a translator mm. and i was like okay whatever so about four months go by, and I'm still like trying to figure out what my next thing is going to be. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had a pilot we were working on, but that got back Bernard, and a few other opportunities that are kind of like on the pause. And I, re- he reached out to me again for a second time and said, "I really think you should stream on Meet Me," mm-hmm. and I was like. Okay, let me take it. Now, now, like, you've got my attention. Oh. And he introduced me to Stella from the tag team. And she was, like, my first uh, person to show me. And once I actually did it, uh, it just kind of, like, I got hooked. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is, this is
1: perfect for me. Who knew?
2: <laughs> I didn't know this was existed, you know?
1: What, what was it about streaming that, like, clicked with you? What was it that kind of turned you on to it? Well, I feel like for a long time, I've been
2: looking for... platform to connect with people. Um, I've done a little bit of YouTube and I'm still looking to continue to do that because I think they can also work well together. But um, I had kind of gotten stuck. i had had some medical issues and um, the editing and everything kind of like got really hard to keep up with. And so what's great about live streaming is it gives me the way to connect with people the same way that I would like to, whether it be YouTube or whether it be a television show or whatever other avenue that I might go. But it also gives people a chance to find me like they're looking. It's not like going live on Instagram where my friends are like okay Kate like that's great like where you are doing what okay whatever you know <laughs> like when you go live on meet me or tagged like people are looking for content people are looking for entertainment people are looking for people to connect with mm-hmm. and um it i was like oh okay i've had these ideas i've been thinking about this concept and what i want to do to you know make a difference in the world and 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 now i'm finally finding my people <laughs> they're like oh we want to hear what you have to say and it was like okay i've been looking for this you mm-hmm. know
1: Yeah, that's the big difference with these live streaming apps is like, like you said, for, you know, YouTube Live or Instagram Live or some of these things, like you have to already have an audience on those platforms. And then people will say like, oh, and now she's live. Mm -hmm. But it's not really, there's no way for people to, they they don't have a, a separate live channel on those platforms, you know, so that people can discover you. So, but these platforms, like, people can just scroll through and discover new people. So, you have a whole new way of, like, growing growing an audience. Um, what do you typically do during your live streams? And is your content different at all between Tagged and Meet Me? Or is it pretty similar? Like, wh- what do you do?
2: Okay, well, I always say, so everyone who hits the favorite button in my room becomes part of the Smileverse. Mm-hmm. And we are here serving up smile. Smiles, sharing silliness and sipping on that loverade on the reg. So, like, that's kind of like everything. I believe very much in um, the power of sort of like positivity and using that to like. You know, better your life, better your health. Um, I suffer from anxiety and mild depression, Mm -hmm. and that's something that I really wanted to, you know, I talk sometimes about mindfulness practices, um, but as well as the silliness. That's where that comes in. Mm -hmm. Um, So my content is very much, sometimes I'll talk again more seriously about things that I've struggled with or things that I think would help people. But then we also do a lot of um, playing games and, you know, I'll do a theme night where I just recently did a Game of Thrones theme night and I dressed up in full Daenerys Targaryen Aww. contacts wig. I had a big um, dragon that I was like, a big blow up oh dragon. We played some games with that. Um, I'm a dancer, so sometimes I'll dance. Um, I took them to a salsa class. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of things that I think are important to me in my well-being, as as well as, like I said, just like the silliness factor and just to put a smile. Like, come to my stream, and you will get a smile on your face, which mm-hmm. I think some a lot of streamers try to do. That
1: mm-hmm.
2: some streamers have different, you know, streaming styles though some people Mm -hmm. are like maybe they're good at roasting and that's funny too like everyone has their different thing Mm -hmm. but so it's really means the most to me when people come into my live and say I was having a really bad day and you put a smile on my face Mm -hmm. and that means like everything um as far as my my content is very similar from tag to Mm -hmm. me me I don't really change like I'm very focused on what I feel like my brand, and my calling, and who I am is, Mm -hmm. so, you know, I'll bake on Tagged, I'll bake on Meet Me, I'll Mm -hmm. do a game on Tagged, you know, to me, other than the the people being different, Mm -hmm. it's always... It's always a smile verse and it's always Katie B. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I love that you have so well defined like who you are and kind of what your content and what you stand for because I think some people struggle with that especially in the beginning because they want to you know be everything and ever to everyone you know and, and it sounds like you really have honed down you know this is who I am and what I do so yeah. I think that's pretty important. Do you find that people now come to your streams because they know that that's what what you're all about like do people kind of come expecting like oh we'll get to talk about these things
2: Uh, 100 Uh percent yes like they come like expecting and they like the fact that like I guess so I very much set the tone I think it's important for people to find something that they really love to talk about like have sort of a niche and even though I'm doing all these different things I'm dancing one day I'm baking one day I'm doing hot topics one day Um, Even though there's all that difference, uh, you know, I'm not baking every single stream, it's still like the tone is very similar. Like the Mm -hmm. niche is sort of like, like I said, like the positive sort of lifestyle brand. Mm -hmm. That's the niche. Mm -hmm. So what they love is that I am doing always doing something different. They always feel like they're entertained because they say, oh, I'm at the gym one day. Mm -hmm. We're playing a game one day. It's like, what are we going to see? And so I definitely also felt pressure to keep up with that (laughs) because now I'm like, well, I can't just sit here and talk to them for three days straight. Like they're expecting, they're expecting the excitement. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a little bit of added pressure, but they also love when I sit and talk to them as well. So, but they definitely come looking for that and come looking to feel a little bit better. And um, they've become like very good friends with each other as well. So that sort of feeling of community, I think is really important.
1: Definitely. Do you do anything to kind of further foster that sense of community? Yeah,
2: um, I do a lot. Well, I'll I'll message a lot with um, the people, my gifters or my bouncers or, you know, whoever is just very active. You know, a lot of people feel like the only way they can support is to send a gift. And obviously that's, you know, why we're here. Everyone wants to make You know a living Mm -hmm. um but i always say like if they can't if they if they don't have enough money for the gold that day they can just be part of the conversation or they can follow me on instagram or they can follow me on youtube and they can just talk to other people and support each other Mm -hmm. um we're always very aware if someone's like having a bad day or going through a hard time and Mm -hmm. we always you know send good vibes out to each other um but also i've done a few other things for me um it was really important. A lot of people do giveaways. Mm-hmm. But for me, like, that, like, authentic feeling of, like, touch mm-hmm. was, uh, like, important to me. So um, I think mail is magical. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, so, like, my mail, my real mail is just filled with bills and spam. And, and so I decided instead of just doing a giveaway um, for... Uh, like a virtual gift, which I do sometimes too, because mm-hmm. that's fun. Mm-hmm. But for Christmas, I got all these like real gifts and they were all centered on the things we talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, Game of Thrones, I had ugly sweater. Uh-huh. Uh, Star Wars ugly sweater, I put like a little makeup kit together. Um, We did a smile verse mug, Mm -hmm. um, all these different prizes. And then, you know, I ship it out Mm -hmm. to them, and it's just exciting to get something at your doorstep. Mm -hmm. So it started with that, and then for Christmas and as well as Valentine's, I made – I did, like, a big photo shoot, set up, like, a whole set, had little, like, tagged – meet me like things in the photo mm-hmm. and um, wrote a special message and sent it out to like over a hundred and like 30 or 40 of my gifters. And they, they really appreciate that like getting something in the mail and it's like a way to connect with somebody in a way that for me, feels very authentic and mm-hmm. special.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like, like you said, people are just, they're not getting anything interesting in the mail these days and it means so much more. And it's also I mean, live streaming is very real, right? But then to actually get a physical object from you just makes your relationship with them even, even more real. And I know, you know, some, I have an influencer that I follow and, um, I got a gift from from her one time, and I posted everywhere about it. I told everyone. Like, I have a pin on my backpack that was part of that gift. Like, I I just carry it around all the time, you know. So for me, like, I totally come from that that side of like. It definitely means a lot when you're able to get something like you feel more connected. Even if even like, I mean, for you, you're sending it out. Like, she's huge. She probably doesn't even know who I like. She didn't. She probably didn't even touch it. But just like, it's still cool for me to have because like, it's not. I know it's not something that everyone has you know so so for me it's like it's cool to have and I think that's I think you should keep up with that because I think that's definitely something that people will totally appreciate and you know they're going to tell other people about it too so um that's- especially with the valentines
2: like I, I, a lot of people were like this was the only valentine i got this year mm. so it was even like more special because like they're not they're like oh valentine sucks like i don't do anything i don't have a significant other and that was my whole point when i was in the valentines i said look you don't have to have a significant other mm-hmm. to celebrate love
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know and so that was i i didn't realize that when i was sending them out but i thought that was like that was really meaningful to me when people were like, This really made me feel really good and special. Mm-hmm. And that's what live streaming is all about. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the
1: biggest part is connecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that is – that's really wonderful to hear because, yeah, I know that's – especially, like you said, you since you also talk about mental health and stuff, I mean, honestly, that day, sometimes I wish that people would get rid of it because, unfortunately, for people who don't have someone in their lives, you know, or – I mean, because – and, you know, now, like, Galentine's Day, you know, is a thing, but sometimes you don't even have a best girlfriend that you can go to because maybe your girlfriends are all off with their boyfriends, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. And so, for some people, um, that's a really, really lonely t- a day – And it just makes it just exacerbates that feeling of being alone, you know, so I I really think that that's that's an amazing thing that you did. Um, I would love to know, is there anything difficult that you find about live streaming? I mean, you kind of mentioned one thing is just now coming up with new types of content all the time. (laughs) But is there anything else that you've had to kind of. Adjust to say from being on like YouTube and now doing live streaming or just, um, you know, the more that you do it, is there something that you're feeling difficult about it?
2: Yeah, I think, I mean, a lot of people don't talk about it as often as you would, but the trolls are are tough. And I feel like a lot of people, especially when you begin, because when you begin, you haven't found your people yet. I always say your vibe attracts your tribe, so like you have to stream for a while before your tribe starts to find you. The people mm-hmm. who want your content in the beginning, it's just people randomly coming in. Right. They don't know you. They may like you, but they may not. But you really, to me, it's really important. Like in the beginning, there were, I was discouraged because like, you get all these. You could get nasty comments. You could get rude comments, and then every once in a while, I get somebody who'd be like, "Oh, I really love this." Mm-hmm. So the, the, those little glimmers of hope are what like kept me in, and I'm so glad because then you reach a tipping point, mm-hmm. and the negative comments really start to wait or more you know one in every once in a while and you have all these people who want, really want to be there mm-hmm. um, but people don't talk about it as much and it's, it's a daily struggle it's every stream you're going to have somebody who might say something nasty he might say something vulgar mm-hmm. you know and you have to react to it in real time mm-hmm. um, and decide how you're going to deal with it mm-hmm. are you going to just not feed the trolls mm-hmm. are you just going to block them are you going to try and connect with them for me it depends on the level of what they've said mm-hmm. Um, but it's definitely much different than YouTube or even I used to, um, do a, bl- a blog called filly in
1: mm-hmm.
2: we would get negative comments in the things, but like we would see them and we could choose to delete them or not, but it, it doesn't feel it's, a, it's a very raw feeling when you're talking to a group of people and then someone says something mm-hmm. trying to get a reaction out of you mm-hmm. and to respond to that in real time. So I pick and choose my battles. Mm-hmm. If it's something nasty, block them. If it's um, something just kind of like a little like off, I always give them a chance to come correct. I always, if they, I'll say, oh, it's not that kind of show. And then sometimes people will kind of like, and they'll be like, oh, okay. And they kind of straighten up. Or if they, mm-hmm. or if maybe they said something rude and I'll, I'll maybe say something nice back to them. Sometimes people are just lonely and mm-hmm. they are just, if someone shows them a little kindness, you'd be surprised like how sometimes they can turn around. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely think that that's a a tough issue. But um, I think that as long as you which you seem to be able to do is just, you know, really separate yourself from it and kind of get in the other person's shoes. And then I think when you do that, you're able to not take it as personally, um, because I always like to think, you know, when I was live streaming and somebody would say something nasty to me, I'm like, they're probably saying this to everyone. Like I shouldn't feel, I shouldn't feel special and feel like they're coming just to my stream to like beat on me because they're probably doing it to everybody. So, um, I would love to know what kind of where you see your streams going moving forward. Like, do you have any, any plans for your stream or like, how do you feel like streaming is going to fit into because I know you have a lot of stuff going on you know how is streaming going to fit into kind of what you're doing moving forward well what I
2: love about streaming is I hope and I think and I believe that it's like I said, it goes so hand in hand with everything else I do. For instance, like I act and it's a great, like I, I always say like the old school thing used to be like, oh, you, if you were an actress and you were in between jobs or whatever, you would you be a waiter, mm-hmm. but then it's not as flexible. You have to get someone to cover your, your, your shift. Mm-hmm. So now as I still go to auditions and I'm still working on different projects, um, Streaming is great because I don't have to get anyone to cover my shift. I just change, change what I'm going to stream. Like I think a lot of people um, could really benefit from that as well as the fact that um, it's a great study for especially anyone in, in any kind of performance, um, as a, an improv study basically. Mm. My improv has been improving, improving every, you know, thing. Like, you have to be on the, on the fly. And I go, I go big when mm-hmm. I decide that we're going to do something ridiculous, mm-hmm. you know. And I'll take something bad that happened, Like, my ring light broke. Uh-huh. And then somehow that turned from, like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? To, like, we have stinging circle of light, like the Lion King song, but changing it to light holding up the ring light, getting stuffed, grabbing every stuffed animal I could find and, like, pull slowly having them, like, walk <laughs> through the stream. And it was just all on the fly and everyone's hysterically laughing. But, like, things like that, like, it's, it's just so good for for anything, like, for getting better at live stream or, or for getting better for doing a podcast or YouTube or an acting. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as where I see mine going or what my goals are, you know – I hope to obviously get like a lot more followers, and mm-hmm. I, my, you know, my dream is to one day be able to do my own meetup and mm-hmm. and meet a lot of the people that um, that follow me. Um, hopefully, to make a difference for some people that you know suffer from the same things that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not an expert, but what ma- what helps me get through my times of anxiety or when I'm in a rut um, is the fact that I always think of it as content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, well, this really stinks that I'm feeling really depressed right now. Mm-hmm. But once I work my way out of this again, this is going to be something I can tell somebody else to do. And it, It's kind of like, it, it's almost like always a silver lining. So mm-hmm. even when I'm going through those bad times, I always have this silver lining of like, oh, this is going to be something that I can share with somebody else. And it's going to make their experience easier, mm-hmm. so you know I, I really want to do even more. Right now, it's kind of like the silliness is more of the main thing, and like the that is kind of like the sidekick. But I'd like to expand that part of it more, and mm-hmm. still have the two of them go hand in mm-hmm. hand. Um, and
1: uh, yeah, I don't know. Just keep spreading the love, rate and the smiles.
2: <laughs> I, I, I I'm still new to streaming, so you know the sky's the limit, I guess. But um, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's, that's amazing goals. And I mean, you pointed out some, some awesome things in there. I mean, number one, I think that the fact that like you, you mentioned that actresses and, and, you know, people who, you know, are singer, like musicians, that's, yeah, performers of any kind, that like, that's what we've been saying too, is like the virtual gifting model is amazing because I understand that like, you know, you might want to grow on other platforms and you have bigger, you have other goals, you know, or maybe you want to do sponsorships with brands and stuff but this is an amazing way that you can be earning you know an income um on the side and not have to like because I think that there's a lot of um performers who maybe take gigs that they don't want to, or they work with brands that really don't fit them because they're just desperate to start to get that money coming in. And this is a way that they can maybe, you know, stay true to themselves and not, and you know, feel like they can wait for the things that they really want. So I think that was an excellent point to bring in. And then I also love what you said about, about improv, because even, um, I feel like somebody else mentioned that in one of the episodes that I've had but I don't I can't remember who but I know for me personally that live streaming you know definitely made me feel more comfortable when it comes to doing interviews interviewing other people um you know being in in a video or anything because I feel like it it forces you to learn how to think very quickly and react very quickly and you know react in a way that is um true to you true to your followers like the content is okay like you just have to get very good at that very quickly so I think that was a really excellent point as well um I also had a little experience for that, because I actually used to be, I used to dance for the 76ers, Mm
2: -hmm. and um, when I was on the team, since I was trying to act and and do everything, I would do, like, every promotional thing that came out, whether it be charity appearances, but I actually got a lot of experience on live TV and radio, Mm -hmm. because we would go on the news to promote whatever the game was going to be that night, Mm -hmm. or we'd go on a radio, and so I actually got, like, a lot of that live sort of stuff under my belt, now, granted, we had very specific talking points. Right, right. They weren't talking to me about my life. There was no, like, way for me to kind of go in and out. We Mm -hmm. were very specifically talking about what the Sixers were going to do or Mm -hmm. what our performance was going to be. But I feel like that definitely helped me prepare for, like, the life that I am Mm -hmm. sort of falling into my lap at this (laughs) point.
1: Totally. And I'm curious, do you – you might have mentioned, but I don't remember, like, do you ever dance still on your live streams? Like, do you still do any of that dancing nowadays?
2: I do. It's not (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> um it's not as often as I would actually like because okay. sometimes it can invite the wrong kind of comments like mm. people like see it as more of um I know sometimes they, people take it the wrong way. I view it as like I'm Ellen and it's the beginning of my talk show and yes. I'm gonna come and I'm gonna dance and everyone's gonna get in a in a happy mood. Mm-hmm. And so I will dance. Um, I have this thing we call like the Beyonce fan, and like we'll put on like I'll put on like some crazy song and I'll put the Beyonce fan on and I'll grab a broom or like a <laughs> like a, a hairbrush microphone uh-huh. and do like a whole performance and we're dancing and lip syncing and the, the, the fan the thing is going. Hair. And people people really see I love it because mm-hmm. I'm like if you have a Told me when I was a little girl that I could make money singing into a hairbrush in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> that, that the things that I was doing when I was nine years old, performing to my crowd of millions in my bedroom, as I thought I was like Janet Jackson <laughs> or Paula Abdul, if you thought, told me that that was going to be the way that I was going to, I wasn't actually going to have to go on that stage. I could sing in the hairbrush mic in my bedroom. <laughs> like, Mind blown. Like, who thought that was going to be a thing? But here I am. And people like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did a really fun thing, too. I went on a, a trip and the house that we were staying. It had this shadow box. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a silhouette. Wow. So I was dancing out and we were battling people doing dance battles and I like this I could really felt like I could dance full out too because I wasn't worried about showing too much skin or like mm-hmm. something looking wrong. So mm-hmm. I'm back there like doing full routines and that and people really like that too. Mm-hmm. So it's not every day but I I love dance. It's like in the heart of me mm-hmm. and I like I, I like to do it as much as I can and when I feel comfortable mm-hmm. doing it on the app.
1: Have you um, been able to utilize the the battles feature at all? Is there anybody else on the app that's willing to like do a dance off with you, or have you not found anybody that like wants to yet? <laughs> well, we instant battled everyone that we dance battled, and the
2: dance battle one's a little bit hard because as people are still learning. And, and feeling out the battle, um, thing, they're not always prepared. Like mm-hmm. they might click dance battle, but for some reason they're like not ready to dance battle. Mm-hmm. So we did, but we were instant battling and it, it's hit or miss. Like uh-huh. some people were like, Oh, okay. Okay. And they would like start <laughs> dancing. You know, somebody was just kind of sitting at their desk and I was like, why'd you hit the dance battle? But we're like, okay. Yeah. And, um, did a, a whole thing. Um, I've done ask questions and, um, it's something that I start doing actually with Chris on meet me is I, I would battle him and we would play heads up. I just mm-hmm. would hit the button. I was like okay it's a movie and it's starring so-and-so so Mm -hmm. So, um sometimes we will battle and I'll just do it to like say hi to a a friend who's you know a a supporter of the stream and they want to battle me Mm -hmm. and ask questions but I love to do um I love to try and use it as more of a creative tool a Mm -hmm. content tool Mm -hmm. so I do have another friend another streamer his name is DC and we've been planning on doing a spam cook-off battle because um, we had this it came up from like a game we were playing it was like would you rather eat spam for the rest of your life or something else and I was like spam and he's like spam are you kidding me I was like you can make things out of spam and he was like wow there's whole cookbooks on how to make things out of spam so that's something that we still have in like the work so we're both mm-hmm. going to cook on our individual streams mm-hmm. and then battle at the end and like promote it so that yeah. people like will come and watch because the battles mm-hmm. are really short right. it's hard to do that right. so yeah it's really going to be more about performance I'm going to have to be like oh this is so good (laughs) but so that's something that you know we still have to go in the future but Mm. the battles are fun it's just that you gotta you gotta try and like think it out and plan it out and then sometimes you can just use it to Mm. say what's up or show some love to somebody Mm -hmm.
1: yeah well i'll i'll give a shout out in the podcast if there's any other streamers listening who have some dance skills You got to find her and uh, we got to have some legit dance battles going on because I think that would be absolutely amazing. And something else that you should try that um, I saw because I pay a lot of attention to the um, Chinese live streaming apps and something super awesome that I saw a couple weeks back was on one of the platforms. There's this guy who's like a beatboxer and a singer. And then there's this girl who's a really good dancer and they battled each other and he was beatboxing and singing and she was dancing to to him. His song and people absolutely loved it so I think you should try that and do like a mashup yeah, that's yeah. a great idea so so give a shout out anybody listening who wants to do that I think you should also get in touch yeah. with Katie send me a message <laughs> that's really cool yeah. uh, the other thing I think is
2: cool uh, also like aside obviously dancing it's been like a, a big part of my life but the other funny thing about trying to create content is uh, you kind of end up pulling out all these things that you don't do anymore <laughs> mm. like a lot of people try and speak to me in Spanish And I used to speak Spanish, but I forget it. So like now all of a sudden I'm trying to practice my Spanish. Mm -hmm. And also I used to be a music major, Mm -hmm. but my dance career took off. So I stopped playing, but now I'm like, okay, I'm going to get the guitar out today. I play a flute one day. I play a piano. So it's like, for me, it's also a cool way to like, all of a sudden I'm like doing all these things that I've loved in the past mm-hmm. and tr- finding new ways to share them with people. And I'm not the best at any of them, but mm-hmm. it's fun and people like it. And I, they, that's special for me. Like selfishly, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool to have a reason to like pop out all these old skills.
1: Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. This is really interesting to get to hear about your experience and I love what you're doing. So if people want to find you um, on tagged or meet me, what is your screen name? My
2: screen name is just Katie B.
1: Awesome well thank you so much. Hi Jay welcome to the Stream Wars podcast. Um, why don't you kick things off by just introducing yourself and kind of share who you are and how you got into live streaming.
0: Hi my name is Jay um, and thank you so much for having me on the podcast too. Um, So my name is Jay with Two Wise. If you guys actually been to my live stream, you guys are used to hearing me say that. Um, I'm from California. And what got me into live streaming actually is that I actually was kind of, how do I say it? I felt alone most of the time because I guess like in high school, I kind of was always like the awkward one or they kept on like kind of bullying me and everything. So I didn't really have a big circle of friends. So it was one day where I actually did get on Meet Me because I've been with it for years and I've seen a live feature thing, I was scared to push the button. And I accidentally pushed it and the live started and I seen so many people coming in, I didn't know what to do. And I just kind of stuck with it. And I ended up falling in love with it.
1: That's, that's amazing. Um, I love how it was kind of an accidental was- thing that you <laughs> that you fell into it. So you were kind of like considering it, but just kind of afraid to make
0: the the plunge, right? I was so scared. Yes, because I was looking at the I was looking at the phone and I was just like, I never live streamed before. So I was just like, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, I don't know how, what's going to happen, how people are going to react. And I ended up pushing the button, I guess, when I was getting up from my bed. And I look, I come back from the restroom and I see it's like 200 people. And I'm like, what's going on? And I realized I was live and everybody's just saying, hi, how you doing? I was like, wow, they're actually pretty nice. So I just stayed with it. That's
1: crazy. That's a fun story. Um, what was, wh- why were you so nervous about it to, to begin with? You know, what was your kind of apprehension about live streaming?
0: Well, you know what? I was nervous mainly cause like I said, like me growing up and everything, like I was considered the weird one. Cause I guess I'm like super bubbly and always have like these different looks on things. So I was kind of nervous on how they would actually, um, take on to that or, you know, view me as a person. And, um, like I said, I didn't really know much about live streaming. I wasn't sure what was going on or like, you know, I'm trying to figure out how to explain it. I wasn't really sure how to, um, like, how to view it because I haven't really got to lurk around lives. i just seen that it showed people's lives. So I didn't really get a judgment on it myself. And I think that's what also made me nervous.
1: Mm, yeah, I mean, it's... Like you said, if you haven't really watched it much, it's maybe hard to understand kind of what's going to what's going to happen and what might go on. Um, and, and it's definitely intimidating. Um, so how has how has it changed? You know, now now that you're you're doing it, how has your feelings about live streaming changed?
0: Oh, my God. Like for me, like I said, like for me, it changed to a whole degree. Cause I, like I said, I wasn't even sure if it was something I was going to stick to at one point. And at one point I had a long break where I gave it up and then um, I ended up coming back to it because I just missed it so much. Um, I would say that it's changed me as far as like um, it changed me as a person as far as like confidence, because I was always so nervous, you know, like I wouldn't go outside. I wouldn't go out with friends much. And, you know, I just didn't feel too confident meeting new people. but. Now, the fact that I have the opportunity to talk to people every day and see that people do accept you for who you are, it made me feel like better in the real world, like going out and talking to other people.
1: Hmm. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. Um, what, what do you typically, how often do you stream? What do you typically do during your streams?
0: Okay. So I usually stream, I stream as much as I can. It has been, I probably took a break like five days out of the year and I think I've done that. Um, just cause it was like super important days or it was like a natural disaster. Um, but mainly through my streams, the main thing I try to do is engage with people. I try to let them know that they are seen cause I've been in streams where I felt like, you know, I wasn't sure if I was seen or anything. So I try to make sure that they know that I do see them. I try to keep them engaged playing games, um, ask them questions and let them get the opportunity to ask me questions to get to know about me. You know, if they're going to be in my stream. I want them to kind of get a feeling of what I'm like as a person.
1: Mhm, yeah, I think before you mentioned that you had taken a break from it for a while, was there a reason why you you decided to take a break from it, and then why why did you said you came back because you had just missed it so much?
0: Yeah, um, when I first started, it was before like um, I guess the live streaming just started at the time, like at the point, it was like you know it wasn't diamonds, it was nothing there at the point. It was just basically views and the hearts, and um, you know, so I was doing it for like a good month or two. And after I got into a relationship, the person wasn't comfortable with it. So I basically had no choice but to stop at that time. But, um, at, but the whole time I would just like think about it and i would just be like, wow, I missed everybody who was talking to me and, you know, and I just, I just knew that it's something I wanted to do again. Um, so when that ended, honestly, when I ended, then I was just like, you know what, like, I'm not going to let anybody stop me from doing things I love. And I took that as a lesson for myself that, you know, like to, um, to follow through with things I want to do. I can't just let somebody else control what you want to do. You have to, like, do what makes you happy. So I went back and, you know, a month later I became a top streamer and I've been happy ever since.
1: That's amazing. Um, I I think it's really interesting because this came up in, in another um interview that I did over over the weekend um, that, you know, somebody who is in a relationship and the other person didn't really feel comfortable with them live streaming. And uh, so they stopped for a while and then they ended up coming back to it because they just loved it so much. And, you know, I don't know if you're comfortable talking about it, but like, I just I'm, I want to understand, um, you know, what do you think it was that made that other person uncomfortable? Was it just that they they felt like you were spending too much time with other people or you know what? What was it that made them feel like like live streaming was, I guess, threatening to them?
0: You know, I, and that's kind of funny because the person would actually come on my streams, you know, and that's kind of how we reconnected again or whatever. Because um, I knew them since high school, but they would actually, I guess, like they would see people like, oh, hey, beautiful, or how's your day, beautiful. But you know, just seeing that another man or another person was doing something that they felt like they should be the only one doing. I guess it bothered them. Um, and as much as I explained that, you know, people just, they say things and sometimes they compliment others, nothing more than that. You know, they still, I guess, felt like it was a threat to or whatever. Like, you know, some people would of course try to, um, talk to me and will try to ask me on dates while I was streaming and I would let them know, but I guess that still wasn't enough. So it's just all about how secure a person feels about their self. Um, you know, and how comfortable they are with things. And, you know, like, I feel like that person wasn't the kind of person who could adjust to something new like that. And so it was kind of like something he was trying to adjust to, but it just it, it ended up he ended up just letting me know like it was kind of breaking him down. He couldn't do it.
1: Mm, got it. I'm, I'm curious. So now uh, that you've, you know, you're a top streamer, you've, you've been doing it so often, what do you specifically do to kind of grow your following and, and get more gifts? So the
0: main thing that I usually do, I, I don't because um, I, I don't like sticking with the same thing. I just feel like if you have the same thing, like you're always sitting on your couch every day or, you know, you're always just sitting in that one spot. It gets boring. So I literally and it probably sounds a little nuts, but I literally take like if I do take a day off from streaming it's usually the day I take off from streaming. I'm literally like I have a notebook and I literally write like a whole bunch of ideas that I want to do for the following months um you know just so i can keep everything interesting because like i said i wouldn't want to see the same thing every day so the main thing i do is try to switch it up and i maintain like i try to be myself at all times so that's pretty much what i do and um i like people just i guess they just appreciate it like that i don't ask for gifts i think that's another thing that some people actually mentioned to me that they appreciate it that i didn't ask them for gifts over and over i just kind of let people if they if they enjoy my stream, I give them that opportunity to choose if they want to gift me or not.
1: hmm. And is there anything that that you do, um, whether it's in your stream or outside of your stream to develop the relationship with your followers or develop that sense of community
0: with them? So I would say like the one thing that people actually did, like it was a couple times where I have like traveled out of state every time I travel out of state. I usually take them with me like um, and then if somebody's nearby, then, um, you know, I would be open to meeting them. So I guess like actually meeting up with the, with everybody and um, actually like um, getting to know them personally, and everything it to them, it shows because, you know, it's obviously kind of a, a risky thing to do every time you meet somebody new. So it, to them, it just shows that, you know, I'm willing to take that extra step to let them know that I am interested in knowing about them
1: hmm yeah that that's cool if you get an opportunity to to meet some of the the people in your streams um in real life and and develop that connection or at least then then like you said then they feel that they have um they they may have the opportunity someday to meet you you know whether or not they actually do it's like that opportunity has um is is there and and it's it doesn't feel like oh no we're only virtual
0: friends yeah And that's what I try to do it I try to let them know like I don't just, I don't just like, I'm not the kind of person like, oh, I care about you when we're streaming. And then once we get off of the stream, then I, you know, I'm just like, okay, whatever. Like, I when I actually really make friends and when I actually really care about somebody, like I care about them at all times. And I, it's people from my stream that even call me when stuff is going on. And I, I make sure that I'm open to that as well. So it's not only just like being, um, like seeing them a person is also being there as a friend for everybody too. That um, kind of makes them feel closer, and you know, just for them to see, it, it basically shows how like um, how I am as a person. I think that's kind of what keeps them coming as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, I'm I'm interested because I know that you know originally maybe you you. Didn't think that you would be good at live streaming because you felt like difficult, you know, uh, or felt uncomfortable in certain social situations and things like that. So I'm curious now that you are streaming so often, do you ever find it difficult to deal with like trolls and people saying negative things or has that um, have you actually gotten used to that?
0: Um, to be honest, in the very beginning, when I first started, um, it was hard for me at first, like, um, you know, I would get off the live stream and I would be like pretty sad. But what I realized is that, um, you know, like I said before, if you love something, you know, you got to find a way to push through it. So the way I push through it and the way that I actually handle trolls now, cause you know, you get them every day. Um, the way I've handled that is I just look at it. I try to like find a way to twist it. And I just look at it as, well, if somebody's taking this much time into your stream, whether it's negative or positive, just to say, like, they're taking so much time out of their day to say something negative about you, it means that you're doing something right. Because nobody, usually people, when they just spit negative things at you for a reason, you know, is usually something with them. Or I just usually think that maybe, I think of possibly, like, maybe they went through, maybe they had a hard time in life, and maybe, like, this is their way of kind of, like, um sh- like shielding yourself from everything. So I just kind of... um. If my bouncers can't kick them, I just kind of just let them be, and I just you know keep going with the positive comments. I kind of just overlook it now.
1: Mm. I'm curious as well. How does your you know your family and friends who aren't familiar with live streaming? How do they feel about you know your your passion for being a live streamer? Are there any misconceptions that they have about
0: it? Oh my goodness! So when I first (laughs) when I first told my dad, he thought when I said I'm streaming, he thought like it was something like webcam or something, and he was, like, really terrified. And I had to explain to him, like, you know, it's not, no, it's nothing like that. And, um, you know, because uh, before, like, we didn't, like I said, we our family and even me, I wasn't really too familiar with streaming. So, it, at first, it was a little hard to explain, but um, my mom actually watched, she downloaded the app herself and actually watched my stream and So did my dad, and the first thing she said was, like, you know, she couldn't believe how good of... Um, a streamer I was she said she was entertained all whole time and she actually streams with me now like everybody knows Mama J so oh, she actually gets fun. on the stream for me yep she she then did events with me and everything so um and my dad's very open to it now too he he thinks that it's a good thing and he told me he think I should keep doing doing it if it makes me happy
1: oh that's that's great to hear but yeah that's that's really funny though that you, they kind of had to come around to it
0: <laughs> yeah they did I mean it it was a little crazy because when you tell somebody you're streaming, it's so many. Like some people always, some people understand what you're saying right off the back, and some people will like their mind just starts processing a hundred wrong things, and they don't really know exactly what you're talking about, so they don't really understand where you're coming from. So it's it, you know you have to break it down and explain every time, and it's a process. But once they understand it, it usually goes pretty well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's still such a uh, new. New type of social media here. Um, it's like people either know about it or they don't, and uh, so it's. It, I, I feel yeah, it can be a little difficult to explain to people sometimes, but usually, like you said, if you just um, have them watch it, they 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 figure it out pretty quickly, and then their 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 minds kind of open to like, oh, I didn't know this ever this even existed.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're teaching them something new. It's kind of like educating somebody else on something like they didn't know about. So um, that's the other thing. Some people I have told about they actually ended up live streaming herself now. So
1: mm-hmm. now do you have a job outside of live streaming? Or and if so, would you ever consider making live streaming like your full time thing? Is that a, a goal for
0: you? Or are you just happy doing it as a, a hobby? Well, th- to be honest, um, now I don't when I first started live streaming, I, um, actually like I held jobs as the server, I worked for the airport and everything, but I noticed that I was doing something that, you know, I wasn't happy in the whole time. I was just very unhappy at the jobs. And the only thing that would make me feel better after the job was live streaming. So now I am like, it is my full-time thing actually. Um, I do take time. And um, that's why I think I take my streams. That's why I take a lot of time doing my streams, too. Um, it is my full time thing. I would I don't think it's a bad thing to make live streaming your full time thing if it makes you that happy. You know, um, if you stay consistent with it, then it's something that, you know, you can do really well at, especially, you know, if you put in the effort and everything. So I've made it my full time thing and I'm happy with it.
1: That's awesome. Congratulations. I mean, I think that's really cool. And I do, I, I love what you were saying. You mentioned earlier that if you do take a day off from streaming, it's, it's mostly just because you want to step away and kind of get some creative inspiration, just take a step back, think of some ideas for upcoming streams. Um, so there's kind of a purpose behind your, your days off. And I mean, that's totally understandable. I think anybody in any creative industry needs to do, needs to do that. You know, it's sometimes if when you're always in it, and in it and in it, you can't really think of of new ideas. So um, that's that's really interesting to hear as well.
0: Yeah, that's it's really helpful for me. And I, I think that since I started doing that, my streams have gotten 10 times better than when I was just streaming every single day and not giving myself a break to really process things. So I'm happy I actually started doing that.
1: Hmm. And um, I just want to throw out one more last question before you know before we wrap up. It's because now you are doing this full time. You have a lot of experience with it. Um, what is your advice for someone who's uh looking to get into streaming? And you know how could they kind of kickstart their streaming career?
0: Um, for me, I would say my advice to everybody, and I usually even tell people on my stream because so I get this question a lot. Um, the main thing is to be yourself. I would say, um, you know, being yourself is a really serious thing because if you pretend to be somebody else, you know what I mean? Like, um, you're going to go into it. Like people are going to go into it thinking that you're one way. And then if you show, um, yourself as another way later, then it kind of makes them lose interest. So it's better for them to see you as yourself so they can fully accept you as yourself, you know? And then I would say be consistent and, um, even though when things get hard, don't give up like to keep trying and, you know, just get some inspiration. Like, you know, maybe have other friends that you can talk to about it. Or, you know, just, just try to stay inspired. Don't don't give up because it gets tough. That'll be my advice to them.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, If people want to go watch your live streams, uh, what is your uh, screen name? And uh, which platform are you on?
0: So I'm a top streamer on Meet Me and Tagged, um, on the Meet Me and Tagged app. And my name is the J-Show on there. So if you guys would like to come by, I would love to have you.
1: Awesome. We will be sure to put that in the show notes as well. So thank you so much for coming on the
0: podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Hi there,
1: I hope you all enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about Katie B and Jay, get their social media handles and watch their live streams. Check out the show notes in your podcast player or visit themeatgroup.com forward slash blog. And if you're enjoying this podcast, we'd love it if you could go to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Thanks for listening and talk to you next time.